When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Vent. This is Vent Weekly, a collaboration between Vice... And the London Borough of Brent. Let's get it cracking. Brent is a place in London. You might not have heard of it, but it's our home. Even though we're from one part of London, we believe that young people across the world have more in common today than ever before. That's why we've teamed up with Vice to get our stories out to you. Hey, and welcome to Vent Weekly. I'm Amelia. And I'm Sabrina. Each episode, we chat to a journalist or an expert about a topic we think is important. So, Amelia, do you know what lip fillers are? Yeah, yeah, I know what they are. They're, um, like, I think it's just injections that people get in their lips to kind of plump them up a little bit and they keep going back and getting them and I know a lot of celebrities initially started it but now it's like a lot more common within young people young women especially and the UK is one of the only countries that don't regulate it wait so anyone can just walk in and get lip fillers literally and not even get an ID'd wow what I know about lip fillers is that they're very very popular at the moment all I see is all these advertisements about lip fillers, Botox. I've had lip fillers myself, actually, which I think they can be beneficial for older people. Well, to be honest, I am not really keen on lip fillers. And I've seen a lot of young people that they are really, uh, they are really into it. So I personally think that it's not really nice. At the end of the day, it's not healthy. So today we're joined by journalist Hannah Ewens, writer and part organiser of the Vice Filming Campaign, which investigates the darker side of lip fillers. Do you want to talk about what that's actually about? Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, it basically did look into like the dark side of lip fillers. I think mainly the unregulated side of it. So the main thing that we did was an investigation into whether young people, teenagers, are able to just walk into beauticians and get lip fillers. We basically got a 16-year-old child actor. We just literally went on the internet. My boss went on the internet and found her um, and we paid for her to come down to London and Essex for three days. And across those days, we drove around in a van and we were going to beauticians and basically walking her straight in. It was me and her and we'd go up to the to the desk um, and we'd try and book her in for lip fillers 18 of the 20 places didn't ask for her age and 13 of the 20 places that we went to didn't bother asking her to like fill out a form or anything like that so it was literally just like you go in if if the person's in to do it that day just literally get into the chair and get it done there and then and just kind of begs the question about other laws around young people in general like the fact that people can't you know at the age of 16 can't drink and smoke and the age of consent is 16 but people younger than that that I even know of have got lip fillers and it's just how is that even 
How is it's that even a, right? It's so crazy. And with this 16-year-old girl, did you like? Did she look mature or did she actually look like a young girl? She looked really young. Honestly, when she came to meet me at the train station, like she came in from another city and as she was walking over, I was just thinking, she looks so young. She was kind of, she wasn't dressed in like streetwear or anything. She literally was just wearing just some really sweet, innocent, like lovely clothes. Like she looked to me, I mean, at least 16, I would say probably like 14, 15. Um, and if you want to go online and look at the investigation, you can see there's there are a lot of photos of her with the investigation. Could you just speak us through the actual lip injection procedure? Like what actually happens? What's being injected? How much can they do legally at a time, etc.? There's not necessarily like restrictions on how much you can get done. Um, but usually um, if you went to a like a an establishment with like a good reputation usually they'd say we'll start you off on 0.5 milliliters of the injectable which is hydroluronic acid and the brand name is um juvederm like it's it's um it's a substance that like naturally occurs in your lips so it will just like naturally break down over a series of months or years but yeah so you basically will have say ideally you'd have like 0.5 mil and you'd have someone who would just inject that around your lips and kind of like massage that in to sort of get the shape that you want but you can go up to like two mil you can kind of tell when people have had it done quite quickly because I think you'd you I mean you definitely know if someone just like if like one of us just walked in here today with like they just had two mil done because it would be like a massive like Instagram look basically yes like hearing you describe that it definitely sounds like it's a really big like it's a serious process medically that you have to go through and when I was like reading about your campaign it says that how some people can take like one day courses in like sticking needles in people's lips like what do you think about that is that even safe and like young girls I feel like they would offer it cheaper for them so they're more likely to do it so what do you think about that? Yeah it's mad for the campaign we were working with this charity called Save Face run by a woman called Ashton and she was telling us how she gets people calling up and contacting her basically saying they went to someone that they found off Instagram or Facebook marketplace and it was literally someone in their front room or someone in their shed and they kind of asked for credentials and it was someone who'd like literally watched YouTube videos and just learned it off there. These are the people who are on social media like offering really cheaply done procedures and like, you know, offering deals like you're saying, kind of like there was this one thing we kept coming across, which was like a Kylie Jenner package or like a whoever, like Kim Kardashian package or whatever. And it would literally just be like a bulk deal of a few different things like X amount of filler, filler for your cheeks and like you can you can because you can basically put filler anywhere. So it'll be like a few a few different things, but there's a lot of like crazy stuff that's going on at the moment and like they just that was the, kind of the point of the whole campaign like we got an MP involved and we we want it to be that you have to be 18 to get lip fillers and you have to show an, like an ID and you know fill in a proper form so then when it comes to a surgery being botched and for those who don't know what botched is it's actually when a surgery goes wrong What's the solutions around that? Like, how is that fixed? Because I know there's someone called Dr. Isho. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but mm. he fixes um, surgeries, essentially, that have gone wrong. Yeah, we actually did 
in the campaign, one of our features was going along to like basically hang out with him for a day and watch him fix people's lip fillers. And most of, I can't remember the percentage, but like a huge percentage of the work that he that he does is literally just fixing other people's problems. So he'll be like dissolving lips that have gone wrong and like maybe, you know, maybe doing them again or massaging out there's some if you like go and google it go go and find this piece because it's it'll put it's enough to put like anyone off getting lip fillers done it's really really gross like how she describes it in the piece like massaging out all the like lumps and like balls of filler and stuff like that um and all the gunk it's really horrible but um yeah it's it's insane there are so there must be so many like practitioners who are literally out there kind of making a whole business out of all of these awful people who are basically just doing it in their front rooms and stuff. Well, according to my daughters, the Kardashians are behind the whole thing. They're the demigods that young people are looking to um, as to how they should look and present themselves. And of course, they've seen them change their image entirely from one person into a completely new, you know, caricature of a person. So, Amelia, have you heard of the Kylie Jenner Lip Challenge? Yeah, I heard about it um, maybe a couple of years ago when people were doing it all over Instagram. It was like some big social media craze. Um, so I've actually done the challenge before. Oh, wow. And yeah, because I have a younger sister. She's 15 and we did it together because <laughs> we thought, oh, my God, we're seeing as let's do it for fun. So we like sucked our lips into a little shot glass and we we didn't know how long it should be in there for. So we did it for like maybe 30 seconds because it was starting to hurt and our lips, like after we took it out, was all red but it did actually work like our lips were actually plumped like and personally I thought I looked so weird my sister looked so weird but it was just it was fun to know like what we would look like if we like got lip fillers done so I kind of understood why people were doing it because it's just like a test to see what you kind of look like yeah I think it's definitely something out of curiosity as opposed to necessarily wanting lip fillers but I think for some people they actually took it literally and were like yeah after this I'm gonna go and get them done it's kind of like a dangerous epidemic to kind of spread virally and I just don't think it's healthy at all the thing is we've had like Kylie with her line of like lip what is it like lip glosses and stuff like that yeah yes lip her lip glosses lipsticks lip lip kits lip lip kits yeah all of that stuff like selling that just like I don't know if it's good or not. I've never bought it. But like selling all of that when it's like you've just had your lips done. This is not going to do this. Like you selling this makeup is not going to make these girls lips any bigger or whatever. And I think with them, at least with like, say, Love Island, which is another big influence in terms of young British girls wanting lip fillers. Right. Like we know that every time Love Island's on beauticians and um people who do like cosmetic surgery they see like a a huge uptake in people getting it done but with love island girls they'll literally talk about it they'll post about it on their social media i've had this done i've had that done whereas the kardashians would never do that they just pretend that they just look like that but they just don't and i think that that's the thing that's really toxic about it i'm not gonna lie i am a fan of the kardashians like i really do like the kardashians but i don't glorify them we know that Kylie Jenner's got lip fillers in my opinion I think Kim Kardashian has got her bum done some oh, people yeah. some people debate that some people say yes some people she say definitely no has. and like she actually done a keeping up with Kardashians episode where she went to go do an x-ray to show that she hadn't that. got her mm. bum done 
And at that age, when that came out, I was young and I fully believed it. I was like, oh my God. And I was even like with my family members arguing with them, like, look, she hasn't got it done. She hasn't got it done. And that's the one thing, even though I love the Kardashians and I do think they're like good, good businesswomen, I do feel like they need to take accountability for what they're doing and what they're showing because loads of girls look up to them. And obviously the procedures that they're getting done is with professionals like high high end professionals they pay a lot of money but these 16 year old girls they can't afford those high professionals those those really good doctors so obviously they're going to get it from people that are doing these good deals or people that are doing it in sheds so if for example Kylie Jenner came out and did a live and was like oh yeah I did get lip fillers but I got with a professional and if you guys are thinking to get it done do it at a safe place make sure that they're licensed would you would you say that that is way better and that that's what they should be doing? It's a really tricky one as well because obviously like you don't want to necessarily draw more attention to it. But I think the problem with them is that they will consistently kind of come out with... They'll come out and say that they haven't had things done, which is... I think eventually, I think it was quite recently actually, I read an interview where she did come out and say, oh, I've had lip fillers, but then kind of just left out all of this other stuff that she's obviously had done because her face looks completely different so it's just like she was kind of being like yeah I've had fillers but nothing else (laughs) (laughs) I think there's some celebrities that are definitely using them to like definitely trying to be a bit more racially ambiguous I think and obviously black people have a sort of fuller and bigger lips and they're definitely trying to sort of get that kind of aesthetic I think I see a lot of stuff going on with lip fillers and I just wanted to kind of touch on the whole cultural appropriation and appreciation thing like and I feel like um, black women are often the butt of jokes in terms of our features um, that are on us so when it's a black woman who has big lips a big nose or even a slimmer nose or more um, high cheekbones and a contoured face we're kind of being mocked for that because that's how I grew up but now I'm like in society at the age of 19 and I'm seeing girls my age trying to look like me. And they were the ones who was telling us that, like, oh, your lips are too big and your nose looks like this and your eyes look like that. And it's like, but all you guys are trying to do the same thing. And it just, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if it was the same within your community as well. OK, so I'm Asian and I have smaller eyes. I just feel like when we were growing up, especially, for example, in my experience with like light-skinned girls in my secondary school, if they had smaller eyes, they would never get made fun of. They would seem as looking exotic, like or racially that, ambiguous. Oh, yeah. I hear that so I much. That. Racially ambiguous, like, like even in clubs, like these perverted guys, they'll come up to you, like, oh, it's like they don't want, they don't want to know where you're from, but they're just like, oh, you just look exotic. You look so nice, and I never got that from my from my eyes. I got that as oh, like you just look this little Asian chick, and I like, can you see? Can you even see? Like I used to get things like that whereas these girls like oh you're exotic you're nice and it's it it is a bit of a awful feeling to just think on me it doesn't look nice but on her it's attractive and it's just it just kind of ties into the racial kind of privileges that people have that they can pull off looks from other races so you're kind of picking the best bits of each race and you're putting it on yourself almost like almost like a Frankenstein kind of situation. Like, you know, you're taking bits of people and you're creating a, a whole new human and you're being admired for it. But the people who you got it from, you know, it negatively impacts them. And I think it goes beyond just the idea that lip fillers are toxic because it doesn't um, encourage young girls 
to appreciate themselves. It actually goes beyond and it goes beyond to the people who don't have that, who are still getting the backlash of that based mm-hmm. on the fact that we've been stereotyped against and kind of had derogatory terms thrown at us or, you know, saying, oh, can you even see out of your eyes or you like you've been punched in the lips and stuff like that. But then people of a race that is privileged can just benefit off that so much. Yeah, and what I feel like I'm hearing from both of you as well, it's, it's the fact that, you know, this wasn't, these this look wasn't trendy, like, what, like 10 years ago, but it's like treating body parts as like, a a trend something that's going to come and go you know like when I was a teenager it was all about being really 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 skinny like it was you know we had like Mary Kate and Ashley and like Lindsay Lohan when she was in her like really thin stage and like that was like incredibly toxic and I can um, imagine like not being a white woman was horrible in that period when it was all about being basically being like a white stick no offense to Mary Kate and Ashley (laughs) if they happen to be listening to this but yeah it's just like lip fillers I'm sure will come and go as a young person myself and like seeing these trends I don't know about you but like I don't actually think it looks good like lip fillers I mean on some people like I see it but people who get lip fillers tend to go extreme and then it just looks scary. Like I've seen a lot of people when it just looks dead scary. Yeah, but Sabrina, I think it's also linked to body dysmorphia as well mm-hmm. because I don't think people get lip fillers just once. Yeah. I think they are not satisfied with themselves in the first place, hence why they get it. And, and get then, obsessed. you know, it's never enough. You know, they see it and they're like, oh yeah, they look good, but they're just not big enough. So they just keep going and going. That's why it looks so unnatural. That's why we don't like it because we just think, oh, you look, you look so fake. And that's where the whole kind of, phrase comes from and people will kind of be like oh why are you so judgmental but you literally don't look like yourself like you look like someone else how are you so insecure to the point where you can't even bear looking like your natural self that you have to go and get alterations it's quite a scary it's quite a scary epidemic and no one's really telling them that they shouldn't do it obviously I feel like all three of us agree that lip fillers are done because of insecurity so how do we tackle that then if that's the cause of the problem so I've I've felt insecure before. I actually thought that I had small lips, but I never thought of getting lip fillers done just because in my community and especially like my culture as well, it's very looked down upon. So these girls are insecure that will actually take the initiative to be like, oh my God, I'm going to get done. What? Sh- how should we help these girls that are insecure? What should we do? I think because it's something that's really wrapped up in self-esteem and it's... It is, it's only for aesthetics, like it only has an aesthetic purpose. It isn't helping of anything else. Like I'm trying to think of, there are definitely like other forms of um, cosmetic surgery that actually have an impact on people's life. Like, for example, like labiaplasty that has like, you know, some women uh, find it uncomfortable to like ride a bike or whatever, but that is like a cosmetic procedure. So it kind of has that like double purpose but with lip fillers it's literally like it is just an aesthetic thing so I think it's like it's hard to to kind of come out and bat and say there are positives I mean on a very individualistic like fourth fourth wave feminism thing to say but like it makes the individual feel better about themselves it looks good when done properly like I think that's that's as far as you can really go with so it's surface positive. level it's yeah it's not it's not um it's not doing anything good for the uh collective <laughs> do you feel as though these co- cosmetics kind of surgeons should kind of be trained ethically as well because I feel like there's 
a whole missing side to their actual practice. I'm not sure, maybe I'm wrong and making the assumption that they're not trained ethically. I know it's not necessarily a surgeon's responsibility to be like a parent or like a friend to the person mm. that they're, that, to their client. But at the same time, like every business needs some kind of business ethics. So do you think there should be more done with that? Do you think the Definitely. government should kind of instill some sort of ethical practice as a law into a surgeon's kind of degree that they get? There must be like a module about ethics in in what they do when they learn but like definitely with lip fillers there's not enough of that kind of stuff going on at all um because what they what people are supposed to get is a consultation and they'll talk you through the dangers they'll say you know we don't you know you don't really need necessarily need them you don't need to have a lot like and that's that's kind of where they'll talk you through what actually happens and how much you're going to have and like how you say how much you're going to have and they'll they might like talk you down and be like you know, you don't need that much or whatever. And then you'll go away. You, if you still want the appointment, you'll book the the actual appointment and come back and get it. But like when we were going for the investigation around this 16 year old, it, either there were just no, there was no consultation or it was like a consultation with the the actual procedure. So it's literally like she's in the room she's getting the, you know, the spiel basically. And then it's happening straight away. So there's no time for her to like process it, think about what she actually wants. I think not enough people are sensitive about the issue. And I think people have mm. this stigma, like for example, if 16 year olds are getting stuff done such as lip fillers, it should be their parents' responsibility. They should be like looking after their children, knowing what their children are doing. But at the same time, not everybody has that close relationship with their parents. Not everybody speaks to their parents and talk to them about the insecurities that they have. So I even think, I don't know if you guys feel the same way as well, like maybe in schools they should make like a module or a PH... I forgot what it was called. PSHE. Yeah, so if loads of kids are thinking about this and getting lip fillers done, or maybe even think about how serious it is, the complications that can happen, because obviously we can't stop them from wanting to get it done, but we can help them to know maybe the safest route and the safest way to do it. I do think, though, that if the government came in and made the age the age limit it like had to be say 18 or 21 even like i just think a lot of people by the time they got to 21 and they could actually get it done they'll probably either the trend will have moved on or like they don't think they need it anymore it, and i think when you're when you get into your 20s you're kind of like you can make way more of a, a mature emotionally mature decision about what you want to get done in terms of like surgery if that's for you um but i just think even even thinking about 18 like when I was 18 if I could have got stuff like that like I got bad tattoos when I was like 17 18 if there was like lip fillers then obviously I would have probably you know I probably would have done that like you do what you can like you could do what you're allowed to do basically you'll like always push it as far as you can yeah, go but like even I think 18 is way too young yeah just because like like I said I was thinking of getting lip fillers done before because I thought my lips were small but now being 21 I would I would never get it done just because I'm more educated about it and I know the complications and I think when you're 16 as well and you're young you're still growing your face is still mm. changing so if you get lip fillers done like what's gonna happen maybe you never like know when you're 21 your lips might have grown bigger anyways naturally Definitely. so like you're still growing so I don't think anything should be done to your face 
my, me personally, 21, I think yeah, the age should be 21. I agree. I think I'm pretty sure we spoke to an expert over the course of the campaign as well, um, over the course of the series, and I'm pretty sure they said that um, it was 21 when your face stopped actually growing. So thank you, Hannah, so much for coming on Vent Weekly today. Thank you, Hannah, for coming in and talking to us. Thanks for having me, guys. So how did you feel about that? What did you just hate from that whole conversation? People need to be responsible and not just parents, but these doctors and everyone and, and influencers as well. Like they should take responsibility. Like we're just not educated enough. And I think people need to actually have a serious talk about this. You mentioned something about influencers as well, but I just think it starts here. Like we need to live in the present. These influencers are living this kind of Hollywood lifestyle. They're going to these top high-end surgeons and nothing's really going wrong with them. So we might notice their differences, but they're fine. But then I also think we should just kind of like look at what you're promoting. I don't think posting it at all does anything good. Thanks for listening to Event Weekly. I've been Emilio. And I've been Supriya. You can read more of Hannah and the Filming in Campaign at vice.com. This episode was produced by the Vent Production team, Jess Lawson, Emilio Gill, Maweed Majid and Kamaya Chekau. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent London Borough of Culture 2020. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.